I want to talk about what happens when we're depressed and the ways that we can hurt our friends and our family. Who's to blame? Is it us? Is it our chemistry? Or is it those who could step in and help but don't only make the situation worse? People like Agnes. And what happened with that dog? From Bluebird Broadcasting in Kansas City, Missouri, this is WandaVision Vision. A story told week by week about a story that airs week by week on Disney+. Plus. I hope that the serial people don't sue us, but I think this falls under U.S. parody law. Justin, what did you think of that? What did you think of the uh, serial intro? Did you like that? That that was fantastic. You're uh, you're really outdoing yourself here. You know, I'm, I'm trying to trying to set a high bar every week, just as I, the creators of Wandavision are. Yeah, they're outdoing themselves yeah, as well. Yeah, and I thought I'd kind of break the fourth wall a little bit and, and play the podcast medium. So so there we go. Uh, well, this is Justin Barron. I've been Wendt. Yo, what's and up? And as, as the as me as Sarah Koenig just said, you're listening to Wandavision Vision. <laughs> Woo! Well, and 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 Ben, you just said breaking the fourth wall. That was the name of this episode. Oh my gosh, you know what? We're breaking on it. Breaking the fourth you know wall. What? We're we're it's not like, technically pros, but we are. You know, it's like we're on the same like spectrum. Yeah, uh, it's like we the finish show. each other's sandwiches sandwiches oh my <gasps> gosh that was crazy oh, what even with a zoom delay wow it's because i knew yeah, yeah it's because yeah. i just i knew you're gonna say sandwiches <laughs> uh okay so before we talk about today's episode i am uh, this is mm-hmm. people who've listened to my other podcasts have probably heard me do this a little bit more than i than i have probably so far on one division vision but i'm gonna get on my soapbox just a little bit and you and i want you Ooh. to disagree with me and push back if if you want to but Okay. This weekend in particular, I, I I felt it growing. I have felt this growing over the last several months. I think we've seen each other less, and we're more on the internet right now than we are, usually are. And yeah. I think that as a culture, our spoiler rhetoric has become abhorrent. Uh, Just absolutely classless it's... and distasteful. Yeah. And it's like, have some respect for other human beings in your life. And I think the problem is, I don't think anybody, or at least very, very few people do that maliciously. I think it comes from like a place of loneliness. Like you're like, I watched this alone. Normally I would be able to go into the office and talk to my friends tomorrow morning or I'd, you know, I'd, right. I'd be able to go swing by my favorite bar and, and, and go talk to my friends. And, and instead, a lot, a lot of us aren't going out at all. Almost everybody's going out quite a bit less. And, and I think the result is people just like splurge stuff out Mm-hmm. As soon as it crosses their mind onto the internet. And so I, I want to propose to you, I have come upon what I believe should be adopted as the golden standard for spoilers in the modern era, in the Twitter era. And okay. I, want to tell, I want you to tell me exactly what you think of. I think this should be considered just uh, anything less than, less than this is, is impolite. Okay? So I okay. believe when a 
new episode of a TV show, especially a plot-centric TV show with twists and turns and things like that, such as WandaVision, such as Game of Thrones, comes out, there needs to be, at minimum, a 48-hour window before it is acceptable to post major plot spoilers, screen caps, GIFs, etc. on social media. What do you think about that? At least 48 hours. Well, the first thing I think is... God, you called it GIFs, and that really irked oh, me. Oh, are we on? We uh, finally disagree, and it's, it's on <laughs> GIF, GIF. GIF or GIF. Um, uh, no, real quick story about that, though. I, I was talking to my dad today, and he actually, he was like, uh, he was like, oh, that meme. Oh, is that that's kind of like that GIF, right? Or GIF, GIF. What do they call it? Oh, okay. And he thought he thought the confusion was between GIF or GIF, not GIF say, or GIF. I think we can all agree GIF is wrong. <laughs> this is one of those the, the the enemy of my friend or the enemy of my enemy is my friend. You yeah, know, yeah. like GIF yeah, we can, can agree get on that. Right so the let's, hell out. Yeah. Uh, let's move along. But yeah, so again, forty-eight um, okay. hours. Forty-eight hours. So to me, okay. So I. I both agree and disagree, and I'll tell you why. Um, I agree in the fact that I think a 48-hour period is very good for as long as you still post that, hey, this is major spoilers. Don't read if you don't want oh, to be spoiled. Sure. I want to be clear. Have to post what I that. mean is even with a spoiler warning, I think 48 hours, it's unacceptable. Okay. Okay. Yes. Then, yeah. I mean, I agree with that. Um, I almost think like no openly – no openly like posting spoilers until like the next episode <laughs> comes out. <laughs> I feel like I mean that's that's impossible, but I, I'm a little bitter about it because I I personally was victimized this weekend um, by this spoiler attack. The only and... reason I wasn't is because I actually wouldn't get on Twitter until I uninstalled Twitter from my phone until I could watch the episode. Yeah, I mean, like, like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I shouldn't feel compelled to do that. Like, you shouldn't have to do that. No, I, I here's my here's my thing. I okay, and I want to be clear. Movies, it's forty eight hours. Movies, I, I think I say movies. T- yeah. TV shows. Okay, here's the thing: the audience needs to know. I we're we're off to a good start. I got my second so COVID vaccine two days ago. No, what day is today? Saturday. I got it yesterday. I don't know what day it is. I, no. So I'm happy. I'm thrilled. I am very very worn out. My brain is not functioning oh, well. But I care about you, the podcast listener. So we're we're giving you content. Okay. Ben is giving you all he has, people. So, why did I mention the COVID part? Just because I interrupted myself the first time. I don't know. You... <laughs> T- okay, TV shows, it needs to be 48 hours. Movies, one full yeah. week. One full week. Uh, yeah. Because one episode like of TV that. is easier to watch than a full movie. No, that's good. That's good. I was going to say, I was going to say, like, I mean, yeah, I, I like your doctrine. I like your uh, proposal. I think we should send it forward. Um, really quick, I remember my thing I was going to say before my COVID. Please go ahead. Before my Please. COVID brain. Well, I guess not. Well, it's like a small dose of COVID, right? I've got micro COVID. Um, I've got, got Ant Man COVID. COVID. Um, but so. Wow. Wow. Quantum COVID. Quantum COVID. Quantum. Quantum. Uh, do you guys just put quantum in front of everything? Uh, yeah. My <laughs> point is that to me, going on Twitter, and of course, this is, as always, this podcast comes with spoilers for WandaVision, MCU. Probably the Mandalorian. I, I would imagine, you know, all of the new Pixar shorts, etc. The Muppet Show. Uh, okay, spoilers. But like to me, going on Twitter, 
three hours after the episode launched when most people are asleep and posting, uh, wow, I called it Agnes's Agatha Harkness is the same mm-hmm. as going into the Force Awakens movie theater lobby and you saw the 7 o'clock Thursday night showing and the 10.30 uh-huh. people are out in the lobby and you go, yep. I can't believe that, again, spoilers for Star Wars, uh, I cannot believe that Ben Solo killed Han Solo. Out loud, right. in, the, in the lobby, in front of the people who are about to see it. Right. I think we can all agree that's objectively rude. So how can people yeah. not process it? it is also rude on social media? Well, I, it just and, blows my mind. So, so I want to talk real quick about what I was spoiled with. Um, and I got on Twitter at like 9 a.m., 8 a.m. even, uh, Friday morning, right? I'm, I'm starting my day. Little do I know that Disney Plus shut down oh, yeah, uh, earlier that night. It crashed because so many people were trying to watch WandaVision late Thursday and night. I got an email from Apple. Uh, Apple Podcasts has crashed two weeks in a row when we, when we post our episodes. <laughs> it's wow. crazy. So, yeah, biggest TV show in the just world, biggest everybody, podcast in the world. Yeah. Biggest podcast yeah. in the yeah. world. Sorry. Thank you I all just, yeah, for Thank listening. you for the listeners. For, yeah, for making That's that great. Yeah. I, I, I thought you were freaking serious. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Why is that, Ben? Tell me. Well, you know what? Um, 36 downloads will do that. <laughs> But so so what I saw was uh, uh, Mark Miller, you know, comic book writer. He and and I I glanced at this thing and it, it was a picture of Aaron Taylor Johnson and it said, "Wow, I can't believe Aaron came." And then I, I shut it off and I said, "What the fuck? Why?" Sorry, I cussed. Am I allowed to cuss? You cuss. Yeah. <laughs> I I cuss on my own podcast, well, but I don't know if it's live for yours. You, you this you saved said, it for yeah a good time yeah. yeah. Well, and I was like, no, I was like, why? No, why would you do that? And I, I was angry for the rest of the day. And I was like, God, no, it's spoiled for me. And then it wasn't even true. And I went back later and I looked at the thing and it was a fake spoiler. And he was just pissing people off because it was funny. And I was and I was like, you know what? Unfollow. I don't even I don't want that. That's bull. That's you. bull, man. Can't believe we talked good about Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2 last week. Yeah. And Civil War. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Civil War. Yeah. Yeah, he did a lot yeah, of good stuff. Yeah, uh, that's true. All right. <laughs> anyway, so before we get into the episode proper, I do have to say, uh, shout out to my mom and dad who may may or may not listen to this podcast, but have become diehard WandaVision fans. Justin, are you prepared for the list of MCU films that my parents have seen? <laughs> yeah, it is I'm so excited. as follows: Iron Man, Iron yeah. Man Two, Guardians yeah. of the Galaxy, Captain uh-huh. America Two, Winter Soldier. <laughs> and they ben, have now watched out? Ben did you cut out just cut now out. I did not cut out that's all they have seen the first two Iron Men okay. one cap Guardians of the Galaxy no Avengers and they are now seven episodes deep in WandaVision and are simultaneously absolutely lost and thrilled because <laughs> because like even I mean those movies have nothing to do with this and even so like how, what percentage do you think of those movies they even remember oh especially especially mom my mom very very low yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah that's my parents I too. get a phone call at uh if, if you don't live in the Kansas City area you may not be aware of this but we had incredibly if you live anywhere in the Midwest you are aware of it incredibly cold weather um, mm-hmm. below zero this past weekend 
and into early the early week. And, um, you know, a lot of ice and things like that. My, my parents are, are not old, but are, are getting at an age where, you know, I am concerned about them slipping on ice and things like that. And I get a phone call at 1048 p.m. on Monday night. And I'm like, that's weird. It's my dad. I answer it. Hey, what's up? Yeah. Um, this week's episode was kind of confusing, huh? Are you talking about WandaVision? Yeah. With the, the Halloween episode? No, 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 no. We watched that one. And we are just, gosh. Well, you know, we like we like that they kind of mess with the format a little bit. But uh, Wanda and Vision haven't been in this. Well, Wanda was in it with, I think, her brother for maybe like, I don't know three minutes tops and then it's just been scarlett johansson and and robert downey jr for <laughs> 45 minutes they what? started watching avengers to age of ultron and because disney plus queued it up as like the next recommended thing it always does it always does <laughs> so my favorite part of this is i go like oh you know what you're watching avengers age of ultron uh but Keep watching it. You guys are already 45 minutes in. It's going to explain to you where Vision comes from, uh, you know, Scarlet Witch, what, what happens to Pietro and all yeah. that. And, and then my mom uh, my mom and dad are both on the phone at this point. My mom goes, I think we're good. And she just turns it off. Uh, so, so, so shout out to – So unamused. Shout out to everybody like my parents who are just enjoying WandaVision without yeah. any context for the like you and I yeah. are like well I don't know they changed to the W on sword and like my parents are like is Scarlett Johansson in this episode <laughs> like like just, yeah yeah I love it so much all right well so let's get on to dis uh, dissecting episode seven breaking the fourth wall we're gonna as always assemble an infinity gauntlet of observations talking about our favorite mm -hmm. moments best uses of time space reality etc Let's get going and start with the Soul Stone. Best moments. What made the heart of this episode beat for you, for me? Uh, and, you know, uh, you, you might hear the familiar sound of me just patting myself on the back because I, oh, yeah. called, I called Modern Family like you did spot on 10 out of 10. And when that started, I was I was like, oh, my gosh, I, I just got such a kick out of it. But I have to tell you, Wanda as Claire Dunphy, and she was absolutely, Elizabeth Olsen was absolutely <laughs> channeling uh, uh, Julie Bowen, just, just incredible. So charming, so endearing, such, yeah. such a wonderful way to watch her kind of uh, balance being a mom, uh, fighting her depression, uh, you know, having her, she wakes up in bed, she's trying to not get out of bed, and we realize she's still wearing the, the kind of retro uh, the, you know, 60s Scarlet Witch costume and and uh, her making herself cereal as the magic is cutting in and out. And, you know, the kids playing uh, the Nintendo Wii and then it, suddenly it's Uno cards and then it's an Atari joystick. And just like yeah. that whole bit of her as magical Claire Dunphy it was just incredible. And I loved it and it will stick with me and I will think about it. And I, I, I truly loved that. And then the fact that that bled straight into the theme song, which was, you know, musically very much playing, um, you know, homage to, to the office, um, that it was just Wanda and no vision. 
And it was just cause yeah. like Wanda, 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 Wanda. And then finally in the modern family font, Wanda vision, I, I just loved that. It was such a killer way to start the episode. And you know, for a good chunk of the episode, that was a big, big part of it was, you know, Wanda as Claire Dunphy. And I truly, right. truly loved it. How about you, Justin? Um, there were, uh, obviously there were many things and we'll get to some of the juicier ones later. So I, but I think, I think the, the, one of the biggest like moments for me was that on the lawn, well, really, really Monica's whole journey in this episode, this is, we've been talking this whole time about how this is kind of Monica Rambo's, uh, you know, backdoor pilot, you know, origin story. And we finally see it come to fruition. We finally see her full on superpowers, uh, emerge as she, you know, forces herself through the, through the hex. Um, and it's, it's amazing. And I was like, oh, it's so good. And like, I don't care that the three point superhero landing was forced. I was like, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but specifically the moment on the lawn with her talking to Wanda, having, uh, Agnes come in and, and disrupt it. But you know, the, the line, um, don't let him make you the villain, which is just, speaking to you know years of comic book writing (laughs) with uh with wanda always being turned into a villain um and by male writers (laughs) uh and and just having a having a having a scene as powerful as that with uh with three just powerhouse actresses was it was just it was great it was really cool yeah uh I totally agree. There, there was some absolutely excellent, uh, yeah, femme-dominated scenes in this. Yeah, true, truly uh, yeah. wonderful stuff there. Yeah, and I agree. Everything with Monica has been just a really rewarding arc, and it's it's been fun to watch. All right. Uh, oh, I guess I – well, this is kind of one of those ones that's time and, and soul, but I'm going to put soul uh, because of I related to it so much personally. But the depression medication ad was just so spot on. And and I I have often just laughed at those like I I just love when when it's like as somebody I'm not uh, you know, I'm a big advocate for for mental health and openness with that. I battle anxiety and PTSD. I'm on a a lot of psychiatric medications that have helped save my life. And uh, it always cracks me up. And, uh, you know, I know it's a dark joke, but like when you're taking antidepressants and then like one of the like main side effects is suicidal thoughts. And it's like, huh, that's why I was taking these in the first place. You know, I'm like, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it definitely struck a chord for me and I was able to laugh at it. This, uh, and, you know, they, and also be like, that's dark, man. <laughs> yeah. I believe one of the other side effects was actually just more depression, more depression, which is often one <laughs> which, of them. Yeah. It's, it's like I, severe I was just depression. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, right. yeah. Cool. Glad my brain hates me. Uh, I I can relate, Wanda. Uh, So let's move on to the Space Stone. Best use of props, set pieces, best use of the physical space. I'm going to go with the very, the sword-like, very Fantastic Four-y. I'm not necessarily trying to shoehorn a Fantastic Four appearance into this, as I've said multiple times. No, it's it's hard to ignore it. It it did look very much like something that Reed would build, you know, Um, but like, Yeah. The very like retro futurism, 1960s sci-fi influenced, lots of whites and bubble helmets. And I just love, I love that aesthetic. And I just thought that visually the scene where Monica tried to enter and the vehicle started to be compromised, she narrowly escaped. And then it basically just got spat back out. But the front yeah. half 
had changed into a pickup truck. I would wager maybe 1980s circa. And then like, uh, I love the way that it no longer was visually congruent. Like that it, yeah. it changed in such a way that it was like almost structurally impossible. And it was just a very mm-hmm. striking visual. I liked that a lot. And there were a lot of things I liked visually about this episode, but that, that definitely Agreed. jumps out as my favorite. I would buy that uh, Lego set. I would love to have that Lego set. Uh, Justin, how about you? Uh, I'm gonna. I don't know if it. I don't know if it counts. But for me, it was. I suppose a moment. Um, but I, I'm gonna count it as a set. Uh, and it's uh, the moment that uh, who we find out is eventually Agnes. Uh, but like the the producer of the of the mockumentary esque show. Uh, talks back to Wanda, right? Um, There's a very very real sense that there's a camera, there's a crew, there's all this stuff kind of going on, and I think that just kind of... Uh, that was, there's a lot, there's a lot of like little fun nods to look at the camera and, you know, very modern family or the office esque. Uh, but, um, that one for me really, really kind of stole the, 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 the concept, um, the most was having somebody who actually isn't even in the show, uh, you yeah, know, asking yeah, it was a like, question of the, and you're like, it's very surreal. Like, is that the fourth wall or is that the fifth wall? <laughs> like, like, is there, yeah. Like, right. <laughs> is it the trap door from underneath? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm with you. Uh, no, I, that's, I think that counts as space. Cause I think it was like, like watching Elizabeth Olsen react to that visually was yeah. also part of the, um, it was shocking and so stunning. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, oops, hang on one second. I just got to, I'm sorry, oh. patting myself on the back oh, right now. Yeah. Oh no! Um, because, Do you need like uh, any like icy hot or anything? Because I I've noticed uh, ooh, when I reach good. back there too much, <laughs> I get though. a cramp. I get a cramp. But you know that's my hand's been back there a lot lately. Because my theory, Ben, was also correct. Yep. Sort of. I I theorized that time was going to start kind of messing up oh, yes. and kind of colliding, yes. and we saw that happen with every prop, every set dressing, everything. Uh, in Wanda's home, uh, this episode, which was yeah, it, it was fun. so cool to watch. I, I loved that, and, and the, it, it didn't get old. They kept finding new things to mess with. Having the crane right. show, or it's cr- crane. The yeah, stork. the you, you know, stork. Cr- famously, we all know that babies come from crane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> from the stork showing up. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I you idiot, dumb dumb. <laughs> <laughs> this guy thinks babies come from cranes. Everybody knows it's <laughs> now the stork. whole world knows you think that. Ben. <laughs> it's on wax now. Uh, Everyone knows where babies come well, so from. So I'll, I'll kind of jump off of your your space one. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about the time stone, best use of the era, and uh, I agree with that specific moment being a, a really great visual representation of it. But I do just think in general, uh, this is exactly what I had been hoping for last week when we talked about our predictions was the use of the mockumentary style to get us mm-hmm. inside of Wanda's head in a way that was previously not possible. And to be frank, isn't possible in any other Marvel property, like in any other Marvel property to date, I guess there've been a couple of moments where like Peter is making a home film and things like that. But like, that's the only thing that even comes close is, is in homecoming when he's like, filming happy and and making his home movie and things yeah. like that yeah but even that's different than a documentary crew asking wanda to talk about what is actually happening in her mind and in her heart and watching her interact with that and i thought the best distillation of this which was very like 
late seasons of The Office, uh, spoilers for The Office, but like uh, when when you become more aware of the documentary crew as characters, like the boom mic operator and and all of that, um, when Vision physically took his lapel mic off because he realized that he was being like kept away and, and taking that lapel mic off to go fly and catch up yeah. was yeah. such a great use of the uh, the very 2010s post postmodern, if you will, uh, sitcom where it's like not only do we know this is a sitcom, but like we're, we're making a show within a show. And as a result, the characters can just leave. And, and it was really fantastic. I, I loved watching yeah. him take that lapel off, like off and, and fly off was was awesome. Uh, how about you? Any other time? Um. <clears throat> Yeah, mine's a little more broad, but <laughs> I it was interesting for me because, you know, last week we talked about the possibility or I, I, I did about the possibility of them just, cut, you know, cutting the sitcoms altogether because they've kind of caught up to modern times and like what else is there? Um, and you obviously brought up the mockumentary and that was brilliant. Um, I something about this, you know, it felt it, it, it's obviously uh, the closest we've come to modern MCU style. Um, right. obviously it's a sitcom mockumentary style, but, but in some ways, the way that they speak to each other as people is the, is the closest dialogue we've come to, to, to just regular, uh, you know, text. Yes, and because and, even last week in the two thousands, like Frankie Muniz's di like dialogue and delivery, Malcolm in the middle yeah. is very like hyper presentational. It's actually kind of like Shakespearean. Yeah. It's like a soliloquy a lot of the time. And, and right. this is at least making strides and not this and also 2010s sitcoms making more of an attempt to be naturalistic. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, and, and for me, it was most apparent when thinking about where we started this show where we started this series six episodes ago with, you know, the loving way in which in which husband and wife talk to each other, the little jabs, the little pokes, and the 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 way that they talk to their darling children and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And then where we are now, where it's like, you know, Wanda's like straight up just lying to her kids and like, yeah. um, you know, like even like, I don't want to say mocking them by any means, but like there, there was just like a real reality to it that I think we've come to accept in our shows that we watch now. Um, that obviously was not the case, you know, 60 years ago. And so I, I don't know. It was just, it was very, uh, uh, I, I just had a moment where I kind of like, Whoa, like look how far we've come. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I agree. And it, it really is. I mean, it's just such a great use of uh, of serialized storytelling. I saw a couple of dumb yeah. ink pieces this last week that were like, you know, WandaVision is is one episode away from just losing me because it it feels like a movie that's been stretched out over several weeks. And it's like you just described like, a what? season of television. <laughs> like, congratulations, yeah. Netflix. This is has what... ruined your brain. Like, like so I'm is... sorry to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, let me just say this is as as a as a huge movie fan and specifically a superhero movie fan, this is the kind of stuff I've been waiting for. I I've always believed X Men should be a, a TV show uh, because you you have so many characters to flesh them out. It takes time. Yeah. You want that time, and to have the the movie budget that Wandavision has, but with the time of basically having a six hour film. 
Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Just so just so great. Well, and I, this I is mean, what I've been more waiting and for. More all the time, I, I think that uh, Fantastic Four should be a, a, a like, a very soft PG-13, like, appropriate for, like, kids who are, like, 9 and 10, and, like, yeah, should drop yeah. new episodes on Sunday at 5 p.m. Like, I, I yeah. like, dude, like... Yeah. Have you uh have you watched Lost in Space on Netflix? A teeny bit. Uh Okay. And I know that the original Lost in Space is very, you know, well, very fantastic forward, very family, yeah. you know, road trip. Um yeah, that's what I want. I mean, that's that's truly what I want. It's kind of Yeah, I think it's fantastic and Swiss Family Robinson right. Lost in Space kind of vibe. Um yeah, sweet. I have one more quick of best use of time which sure. I think will uh be a good tease for where we're going to head into with you know the second half of this episode but i thought the tonal shift from modern family into stranger things was mm -hmm. so cool and that like we went from like in in one set like we, we are in yeah. agnes's living room and it's still yeah. modern family and then the score just sort of warps a little bit. And then, like, she starts to go down the stairs. And, it like, it, it, mm -hmm. that shift from from Modern Family into Stranger Things. I also got a little bit of, like, I know not TV shows, but, like, Insidious and The Conjuring. Yeah. And uh, yeah. As, as we made that shift. But I did think the Vines felt very Stranger Things. I, I feel like that was deliberate. Sure. It's, I mean, it's, sure. especially as we're thinking about 2010's television. Um but yeah, I just uh, I thought that that move was, and they've done similar moves. I, I, I'm not um, I'm not shocked by it in the sense that like, well, I didn't know they could do that. I now know very well that they can do it. I'm more shocked that they right. continue to do it, and it continues to be as effective as it is. Yeah. Uh, any other big uses of the period that you want to talk about? Uh, nope. Great. All right, well, let's move let's on to move the on. reality stone. These would be mistakes, uh, bloopers, plot holes little nitpicks that just pulled you out of the reality of the show for a yeah. second. I'll be honest. Maybe this is just a comment on how engrossed I was in what was in unfolding this week. I sure. did not have a single one. I did not personally That's have a great. single one. I just, uh, I, I, from again, I, you know, from the moment that we saw that Wanda was going to be Claire Dunphy on, I was just completely sucked in and i i turned my brain off in a, in a really great way uh how about i you? so okay a, a tip as per usual with my reality stone things it's less of a mistake and more of a just something that i wasn't a huge fan of and uh but but they are with obviously within their rights of course to I mean, it's an opinion i suppose um and for me, and I'll explain myself in a second here, but for me, it was just vision this whole episode. Um, sure. It, it, there was necessary exposition, but at episode seven of a show that is nonstop barreling forward, you know, any scenes with just exposition that the audience already knows. I mean, I guess not all the audience knows, right? Darcy has to explain to vision what happened to him. And in a way, she's also explaining it to the audience in case they haven't picked it up by now. Um, but just nothing really came of that. And it, it just kind of felt like this filler, like, what are we doing with Vision and Darcy while we figure everything else out, while we get to the actual meat of the of this episode over here? Um, 
Yeah, and it did. It wasn't necessary because there's already an A and a B plot because of what's going on with Jimmy and Monica. I thought that the yeah. biggest sin was simply like, I think it's bad. You, 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 now that you've pointed it out, I, I, I'm thinking about it, and you're correct. I think it's kind of bad writing to have Vision recognize Darcy, but Darcy doesn't recognize Vision, and then like he just all he has to do is touch her head and then she like i know they, they made too much of a like song and dance of it and like her yeah. thinking he's asking her out and it was just like there could have been one line of dialogue where she's like i'm not going on a date with you he touches her head she remembers like there was like yeah. probably one full scene between the two of them too many and yeah. i i agree and for me uh, i this is the most i've loved darcy as a character oh big time I think she's annoying in the first Iron Man. Completely agree. In the or first Thor, Thor yeah. and then <laughs> she's and then awful. In she's so bad Dark in the first World. Iron Man. I forget she's in it. Uh, yeah. I just <laughs> my dumb. I just I just COVID don't I just don't yeah. love her. And I think and, and as much I hate that I'm bringing this up right now, but um, Hayward or yeah. whatever his name is, the the director. There's a moment in one of the previous episodes where he says something about which one of you is the sassy best friend to Monica. And to Darcy as they both are teaming right. up or whatever, and I hate that. I mean, I, 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 as a writer, I'm like, ooh, that makes me hate him, which is a good line then because we want to hate him. Oh yeah. But in a way, it's like, well, yeah. I mean, Darcy was just the sassy best friend. Like that was her role in those early movies, and I was really excited for her to like get better dialogue and whatnot in the show. Um, but I don't know. There was something about that early scene in the circus this episode that just kind of brought me back to that old Darcy. And I was like, Ooh, yeah, not, not a good look. No, I don't know. I want you. her to be the, the brilliant scientist that she is. Yeah, I agree. All right. Well, let's move on to the power stone who won the episode. I, I think that this one, it's, it's, is it, dis is it even disputable? Had, had, I, don't know. I think it's not even up for debate because the show told no. us who won the episode. Yeah. This is the first <laughs> yeah, the time. They where the show is playing along apparently with the WandaVision vision game and said the power uh, yeah. stone goes to Agnes. Here is her theme song as we explain what she has done. Sang by herself. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's Agnes. It's the, it's, it's the reveal of Agatha. And, and I will say if it's anything else, uh, then the winner is fans and galaxy brain because galaxy brain really kind of <laughs> willed this one into existence. And, you know, I think last week you and I were like, I think we were starting to put on our parachutes on the Agatha. Uh, and, yeah. and, and I, I said to a friend right before I started watching this episode, I was like, I'm about to start watching it. I, he had just watched it, you know, and I was like, I'm not going to say, you know, don't say anything, obviously. But what, what I am going to say before I turn it on is if it still turns out she's Agatha, I need one moment that shows me that she pulled a fast one on Vision. And then they gave mm -hmm. us that, like, one shot. You know, like, it was like, okay, they that's did. literally all I needed. I needed one yeah. moment that was like, can you explain why? And there's like, oh, yeah, she was pulling a trick on him. Cool. Yeah, I'm good. I'm right back. And, and, and she pulled a trick on all of us, I think. Or at least I know you and me because that was the scene. That was the moment where I said, oh, okay, gosh, maybe she's not something more. Maybe she is. In my mind, I was still, okay, she is Agatha Harkness. But maybe in this MCU version of her, this is her origin story. Maybe this is actually maybe Wanda is her mentor and not the other way around or something yes. like that, right? Yes. And so I, that was maybe the kind of something comes from this. Yeah. Um, 
and and she just she just was a mastermind, a fantastic performance from Catherine Hahn, and so good. and we were all duped, man. So um, yeah, we were duped out of what we duped. all believed. She did that so well. Yeah. No, that pump fake was <laughs> that was a Patrick Mahomes no look pass right there. Well, yeah, and and while we're on this topic, because I don't really think it fits into any of the next thing. Well, no, I, I take it back. It'll fit into the milestone. Oh, I'll there wait. You go. All right. Well, then let's move on to the Mindstone. These are predictions for what happens next week and, unfortunately, the week after. And then that's it because next week is the penultimate episode, Justin. What pin do you ultimate. think is going – I use that word anytime I can because it, it, it makes yeah, me sound smart. because it's such a good word. It, it has one use. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, what do you think uh, is going to happen moving forward? Well, <clears throat> um. Two things. First of all, I want to I want to think I want big big picture, big big MCU picture here. I'm thinking Monica. Okay, um, I think you're right. I think it's hard to ignore the fact that Sword has so many juicy uh, um, like just things that that make you think Fantastic Four, and so it's it, it'd be it'd be crazy to think that this, that Sword doesn't somehow tie into Fantastic Four later in the future, yes. and. I am now going to going to go out on the limb here, uh, the very sturdy limb in my opinion, <laughs> and say that at the end of all of this, Monica is going to be the new director of Sword. Um, yeah, I, I like think that. she's going to fill into her mother's footsteps or shoes there a little bit, because uh, her mother, I mean, basically founded Sword is what we've been established, and so yeah, I mean it makes sense, um, and therefore. Does Monica then somehow usher in the Fantastic Four? That kind of thing. Um, it's for the future. Think about that. Yeah. But uh, as far as this immediate show, I I was duped. Agatha Harkness is uh, pulling strings. She's obviously the one messing with Wanda, leeching off Wanda, leeching off her power, I think, which is what that Yo, uh, Yo Magic commercial was all about. But... Yeah. I don't think she's the villain of the show. You don't. Okay, so then this, this, you I and I disagree here. I yeah, think yeah. that Agnes is the big bad of the show, but it was okay. going to be revealed that she is working for Mephisto, who is going to be the big bad of Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Sure. What, do, what, do, sure. what are you thinking? Uh, not, not too dissimilar. I think that Mephisto is going to be the big bad of Multiverse of Madness, but. I think that so I here I think Agatha is there's something more to it I think and I I I I can't I don't know what it is Ben and I know that that's dumb I'm just like I think I think there's something there but I'm not going to call it uh but I I I think two reasons number 1 I think it's it's just a hair too early I think this is a bit of a of a they're duping us again um this is this is the red herring. We, we think that she's the big bad when really there's a bigger plot going on, and I think Hayward has to do with that um, and what his plan for Vision is. Uh, now I think it's I think it's yes. I think Agatha is the one who has been messing with Wanda, has been leeching off of this, but I don't know that it's for incredibly evil purposes. Um, I don't know. I think. I think there's there's more to her. And the only reason I want to believe this, Ben, and I could be wrong, the MCU has been known to take a bad guy, make him a good guy, and vice versa. But 
at really at no point in the comics has Agatha been an adversary to Wanda. She has been mysterious. She has been elusive. She has been, um, you know, uh, maybe on a moral stand standing point, uh, maybe a little nefarious, but against Wanda never. And so I think ultimately what she's doing here is, is, is she's trying to help Wanda somehow. Um, I mean, the the reveal at the end definitely didn't feel if it weren't for that mid credit scene, it didn't feel hostile at all. But then that last scene at the very, very end did kind of feel like she's kind of holding her and or the boys prisoner a little bit. So I I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. I could be wrong. I'm just I'm my gut. I'm just going based on my gut. Do we know run length on the next two episodes? If we do, I don't. Because if if you told me that we have two 30-minute episodes left, one hour yeah. left of the show, I yeah. my my boring, fourth-wall-breaking, utilitarian view of it is just there aren't enough minutes to introduce totally. another worthwhile character as the main adversary. So I do yeah. think, yes, do I think that... Uh, Hayward is is ultimately bad slash big bad. E- yeah, sure. And I think there is something to what he is wanting to do with Vision. I actually think, though, that what we have talked about before that I am standing by as what I think the ultimate ending of this show is, is that Wanda is going to have to defeat herself and her own depression and her own hurt and be the hero who does the hard thing and let vision go and let vision die. Yeah. And yeah, that, that in itself, plus whatever is happening with Agnes plus Hayward's intent to me, that's enough of a conflict. I don't think there needs to be another caped villain of any kind. And let maybe me... that's not what you're saying, but like, yeah, I just yeah, yeah. don't think there's enough minutes in it for Mephisto to be a worthwhile character of this show. Now I want to be clear. I think Mephisto can show up in a Luke Skywalker way and it could turn out that it's like a really cool big actor, you know, but like I think that for this show, if we're talking about these seven episodes of television and not the MCU, not Wanda Maximoff story, I don't think there's enough minutes left for someone else to be big bad. If it's not her Hayward or Agnes or some combination of the three. Yes. No, I completely agree with you there. And to be clear, I guess what I'm I'm not I'm not saying that I th- I think it's been revealed and I think it's clear and I think you're absolutely right that Agatha is the big bad. Uh what I'm saying is I don't think she's evil. <laughs> I don't I think she's the that. big and I can get bad. I don't think like it's not going to end with like Wanda breaking her neck or something like that. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. It's not I don't think the big showdown is going to be between Wanda and Agatha. I think I think there's been some other purpose here, and I think you're right. It is going to be Wanda versus herself, and having to give up her her life here, right? Yeah, no, I. But I don't know. I don't know what Agatha's purpose I think is. That's but the most meaningful catharsis that could occur is is her having. Yeah, to it's the only thing that makes sense to and me. And I think that her consolation prize. I mean, that sounds bad, but like, I do think Speed and Wiccan are real, and she's going to take them with her. You know, you know. So she's not going to be alone, but she will have to say goodbye to Vision. And and as Darcy reminded us this week. They do love each other. Their love is very real. A lot of this isn't yeah. real, but their love is. Um, okay. Yeah. 
Well, snap that. How about that? Half the episode's gone. And it's very frustratingly. Oh, no. It's every nine seconds. Yeah. <laughs> every other nine seconds is just gone. So Every other luck. nine seconds. Uh, <laughs> okay, so let's, let's wrap things up with the Watchers trivia and Easter eggs. Um, mine is very dumb. Mine is very galaxy brain and stupid. <laughs> sure. and, uh, no, please. I had, I had half of the idea. And then it was f- taken further by the internet, uh, which is simply that because Yo Gabba Gabba is now in canon in the MCU, that means oh my that My Chemical Romance are officially part of the MCU. So MCR is in the MCU. What? Uh, because My Chemical Romance were a musical guest on an episode of Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh my gosh. So, I had no idea. Yeah. Also means the Aquabats, the Killers, a lot of really good bands. Well, a lot of good bands. Uh, but I mean, but what about the, what about, what about, uh, uh, Peter Parker, uh, referencing Star Wars? Does, does, does Samuel Jackson as Mace Windu slash Nick Fury Ooh. not create a paradox? Oh man. I hadn't even thought about that one. Yeah, there's a lot of those. Oh, Don't think too you hard can't about think it. Too hard about that one. That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, the whole big Lebowski. There's a big Lebowski reference too, uh, to Thor, and uh, one, and then you're like, well, wait a second, Jeff Bridges was. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, that's that's wonderful. But so yeah, that, that was that was my very dumb <laughs> Easter egg slash. I don't even know what to call that. You know, I swear I was not high. I, I, yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> I love it. I love uh, it. How about you? Any um, Easter eggs you caught? Yeah, yeah, there were a couple for sure. Um, I think the biggest one uh, is the commercial references Nexus, right? Now, every one of these commercials oh, has right. referenced a um, a bit of her trauma. At least that's what we gathered. But these last two, the shark, uh, the, Yo, the Yo Magic one, and this one, I felt like were, were less trauma-related and more having to do with um, just like the uh future i guess um so the nexus is uh like it's basically the nexus of all realities right this is a this is a magical i don't know like gateway it's it's a to, to other dimensions basically and and i think it's going to i think this is very clearly telling us that this is going to feature heavily uh in doctor strange and the multiverse of madness the nexus is our multiverse basically um, so I don't know if you know, I don't know if you know this, but, um, they cast, uh, an actress to play, uh, Miss America in Doctor Strange, uh, Multiverse of Madness. And she is kind of a multiverse jumping kind of planeswalker-esque character who can kind of go to different multi, you know, realities and whatnot. So she kind of uses the nexus of all realities, uh, in a way. But anyway, so that's that's kind of the Nexus is definitely going to be heavily featured in the MCU going forward. I would even argue that it's going to uh, be featured in uh, Loki, the new uh, <clears throat> the, one of the next, you know, MCU shows coming out. So that's my that's my rant on the Nexus. Great. Uh, yeah, no, no. So I, I definitely think there's something there. Uh, any other Easter eggs? Anything else we want to touch on before we wrap um, this month? I. Uh, I mean, yeah, there's, there's just, there's lots of lore going along with Agatha Harkness that I'm not going to waste your time with right now. Go look, go look go, her up. Go look her up, dig around. Um, it's officially fairgrounds to hop on the, yeah, uh, Marvel Wikia. Yeah. So, so go do that. I loved the, I loved the Monsters-esque uh, song. It was a great um, use of it because I had had that thought. I was like, ah, oh, you know, 
when we were t- doing the 50s and the 60s, I was like, I understand the why they couldn't do monsters. It'd be too weird up top, you know. But uh, great, great that they found a way to shove that in there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's probably it. I don't know. Yeah. Great. Well, <laughs> I better stop there. No, stop there. I'm uh, sweet. Uh, yeah. Good. <laughs> Oh man, yeah! Wow, that Bill Gates microchip in my brain is just really—is uh, that—is it bothering you? Oh no! You know, I—I I, I thought it'd be worth it, but every time I shake my head side to side, it rattles in there. Uh, yeah, but. <laughs> just rattles away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Sweet. Well, Justin, thank you very much for discussing this wonderful episode of television with me. Uh, WandaVision Vision f- listeners, it's been fun doing this with you. Uh, we've got a couple more episodes. Uh, I think we're going to do a recap episode at the end, right? Kind of talk about our overall thoughts and yeah. where it's going to fall on MCU. And then definitely uh, stay tuned. And then for, uh, are, we, are we still are we going to call it I, I, Baron I, and the Winter Soldier? Baron and the Winter Soldier. Well, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, we should we should definitely discuss that. We'll, we'll talk about it. We'll find I a have name. a few other options. We'll I have a few other ideas. Maybe we'll crowdsource yeah, names. Yeah. But it's going to happen. Crowdsource It's going to happen. So you can keep the roller coaster ride going with us as we that's build good. up the Young Avengers roster because that's what's happening. All right. I'm calling it. I'm calling that one. All right. All right. I, you're uh, totally on. Uh, I agree. Thanks for listening to Serial, the number one podcast in America. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I gotta end this. My brain's just... Alright, bye! Bye, everybody!